welcome to the Justice for Gamers video game podcast. Episode 23, Riding Inflatable Dongs. Well, JFG Alex is back from his journeys with stories of child-eating animals and a newfound love of escaping. JFG Ash has mainly been playing single players and has found himself back in Tamriel for some reason. PES 2016 is special, and Black Ops 3 is okay, not great. And finally, we are coming out of the summer drought. So sit back, relax and enjoy the show! Hello and welcome to the Justice for Gamers podcast. This is episode 23. My name is Alex and I'm joined as ever by my good friend Ash. Hello Ash. Hey buddy, how's it going? How was wherever you went? Budapest. Budapest was jovial and enjoyable. Uh, and I did lots of fun things, and I saw lots of cool things. I saw lots of bands. Um, I saw some shit bands. <laughs> <laughs> that will happen. Some shit bands like the Ting Tings Ooh, and uh, Casabayan, mm. who I don't like. No. Um, <laughs> but then some good things as well, <laughs> like uh, Robbie Williams and Kings of Leon. Lovely. Um, and my personal highlight, Limp Biscuit. Yeah, so you sent me the uh, video link for this. Uh, I was a bit jealous, I must say. Looking, they were looking pretty fresh on stage. It was pretty mad. They had to stop halfway through one of the songs because Fred Durst was concerned for the audience's well-being. <laughs> um, it may have been the man who crowd surfed past on an actual moped that. Uh, <laughs> caused him some concern or maybe it was the man riding a giant inflatable penis I don't know it it could have been anything nice Um, it was pretty mad there were um, there was a lot of circle pits and crowd surfing and and death in general and destruction that will will happen with Limp Bizkit I'm guessing (laughs) it was just they're such a stupid band yes like they really are um yeah, they were they were my probably my personal highlight. That and uh, Paloma Faith coming out and t- telling the whole of Budapest uh, how delighted she was to be in Hungary. Like it, like <laughs> Hungary. That went down like a sack of shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, I bet. Uh, okay, no, impressive. That's quite special, but um, yes, very fun times in the festival and really fun times out of the festival. Went to the zoo. Um, saw an ostrich Uh, they don't really have the same health and safety standards we do over here (laughs) Um, so I went up to what was essentially like a field fence um, and there were just some ostriches in there I think they're quite dangerous animals but uh, there were children just sort of leaning in and uh, (laughs) at one point I thought the ostrich was going to attack and then it just threw up (laughs) <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. So that was lovely. Did it throw up a small child? Just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all done. Mm. Oh, one thing that I um, I really, really enjoyed, and I've mentioned this to you already, so this is probably be quite boring for you. Indeed. But I, I did um, an escape game, and 
that was very, very good. It was just like being in the Crystal Maze. I like how you started it when you were telling me how you felt. It was, it was a bit rapey, you know. You didn't. There really... were there were rapish elements. Yeah. Um, we booked it on a website, but then we just had to turn up at this random building, um, which looked a bit sort of run down and uh, just like buzzed. Uh, uh, one of the numbers and the guy was like oh, come upstairs and uh, take the first left take and we go up pants. there there's just this Hungarian man up there that we don't know uh, he directs us into a small room and then locks the door but with him in it behind <laughs> us and we're like mm, this is where it ends mm. but uh, it didn't he was really nice and uh, there were all sorts of clever puzzles like uh, pu- putting bars from a fence together with screws and then retrieving some keys from the other side of the room there was a wall of cogs we had to find cogs and put the cogs together to lower a box from the ceiling it was really good nice. and it, was, it was really well done as well there was like a computer in there with its own like interface that he'd made and uh, we had to find certain items with codes on to extend our time in there and that sort of thing it was just really cool. I would. I just really made me want to do more of these escape games. They're kind of blowing up all over the world at the moment, and I've discovered that there's actually some like in my town. Cool. So um, I think I'm going to do a bit more of that. Sounds like a giggle. Maybe we have to do it on some kind of shunt reunion or something. Yeah, yeah, we should. It, it genuinely was really good and really interesting to see how you work as a team with. Like we were. It was um, me and Ellen and a couple of mates, and it was interesting to see how we worked as a unit kind of thing and yeah uh, yeah really interesting and really fun cool well um i haven't had uh, as much fun obviously being still here in sunny actually hasn't weather's not been too bad in england but oh man yeah i, I didn't mention that I, I will just say uh, the lowest temperature we had in the first week was 36 and one day it hit 40 degrees I got some evil sunburn over there. It was absolutely <laughs> nice. baking. There were people dropping like flies in the festival. No, that's not what you want. I mean, <laughs> especially when you're you're on a budget and the cheapest drink you can get is beer. Yeah, which is problematic because you're very thirsty and you think, oh, I'll have a nice ice cold lemonade. But ice cold lemonades are like quite hard to come by and at least two pounds and you can get a pint of beer for 80 pence so you know it's, uh, it's, it's common sense just not yeah. to drink that lemonade and go no. for the beer you're going to want to have the beer because you can have you can have two of those for yeah, the same price it's true and have change and you'll be so drunk you won't know how hot you are or you'll, or you'll pass out <laughs> or and dead. everyone's a winner <laughs> that's what you want so yeah um, I, I've literally just been doing a bit of work obviously at work and uh, playing some single-player games, which have been all right, I guess. Um, I, I guess I'll talk about that when we get onto the subject. But apart from that, I am now fully moved in Harry Potter style under the stairs. You're a which wizard. Is nice. I am a wizard. Uh, I got my custom desk all made with my decoupage of all gaming pictures that I um, acquired off the internet. Yeah, and uh, it's a beautiful thing, buddy. Yeah, old. Uh, Basically, computer is down here now, and uh, yeah, I, I feel feel at home with myself in my little box room, which is as wide as my shoulders, which is great. <laughs> it's nice that you're now using your meaty computer rather than um, oh, a God, decrepit yeah. ultrabook that 
it turns off if the plug is pulled. Yeah, it is uh, a lot more stable, I must say. This thing uh, can run pretty much everything. So I'm good to go, hopefully. Oh, uh, saying that, be. it'll die. <laughs> I will be good to go soon as well, by the looks of things. Yes, I, uh, good news on that I'm front. I'm in, in uh, laptop market mode right now. So that's cool. Uh, my phone died. I think it was the festival that killed it. So I've got a new one of those coming as well. And uh, yeah, I'm teching up, buddy. Nice. That's what you want. <laughs> Get that new shiny stuff. Or maybe not so new, but yeah. Relatively new. Reasonably new. It's what you want. And uh, as a last little, uh, little thing to mention before we head into the well-trodden ground that is what we've been playing... I'd just like to give a shout out to my uh, 12-year-old Ford Fiesta, Mark Bosnich car, who uh, just shot straight through his fucking MOT today with no problems. Oh, that's what you need when you're <laughs> 90k on, on that car. Budget. The speedometer doesn't work on that car, but that <laughs> is not matter. a fail. It's not a fail. <laughs> it's mental that that is not a fail. I think it should be a fail, even though it would be detrimental to me at this moment. Yeah. I think, I think if you don't know how fast you're going, then... That should be an MOT failure. Although I've, as you know, I have learnt the RPMs. Yeah, for you know 30, how fast you go. Yeah. In fact, I, I I was getting speeding tickets more regularly before the speedo <laughs> broke. So uh. Uh, talking about like um, MOTs and stuff, like I didn't know, but um, when I had my Beetle back in the day, um, that it doesn't matter if your mileometer doesn't work either, because mine didn't work, and every time I went for an MOT, it just said the same mileage. I was like, yeah. I just haven't driven it anywhere. You know, it's just been sitting there. <laughs> it's fine. Don't worry about that. They don't have to put that down. I, I got the same problem. Or, or rather, my one says that I've done 4,000 miles because every time the speedo cuts out, which is about 80% of the time, the mileometer goes up. as well and it doesn't count miles anymore. <laughs> well, good, buddy. <laughs> I've done about 12K this year, but it said like 5,000. Yeah, so. nice. That's what you want. So, yeah. Wonderful car. Mm, Everyone buy a Ford Fiesta. <laughs> yeah. Well, i tell you what, it's good to be back in the seat or, you know, getting back on this thing. It's been a while, so uh, I guess let's get back into the common ground of what we've been playing, buddy. Yeah, let's do it, buddy. So uh, you, you've been in single-player mode, obviously, because I've been out of the country um do you want to get the ball rolling yeah i guess so um so i'm going to run off some games that i've been playing um now that um pc is next to me big telly i've managed to hook that up and also i've got like um, a, a usb extender with a bluetooth dongle in so i can use my ps4 controller in the exact same position of where i sit and play ps4 now so that's very handy for pc games i must say so I played some of the Portal mod. Was it like Mel? I think it is or Portal Mel. Oh yeah, yeah. It's incredibly hard, and my mind is baffled. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's a fucking really really impressive mod. You know, like the, the whoever's made it has gone to some lengths to get this really really well. I mean, um, it's got full voice acting in it, and it's just. It's so impressive, and like the way they've thought about all these puzzles, I, I'm, I think I'm probably about like four or five in, and it is just insanely hard. I'm at a 
a point where I just, I just don't know. So is it much <laughs> think, harder than? Uh, I, don't, I don't think it's much harder. Um, I, I just think when I was playing it, my mind wasn't like working because I played it a few months ago uh, when it kind of first came out, and I kind of zipped through it. But then when I played it in the past couple of weeks, like I was like, yeah, I need to sit down and play this, like how I played Portal Two really on on my big telly and stuff uh, with the 360, and. Yeah, I think it took me about an hour to get through this one puzzle. And it was really fucking so easy. It was like literally um, do all the hard bit. And the final bit that I was like, why don't you do this? And I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to try it. Uh, I put a portal down, um, pressed the button for the cube to drop. I went through the portal first. And then the cube kind of came after me. And yeah, it that worked. And for some reason, for over an hour, I didn't think of just trying the most simplest thing, which is really weird. Do you think I, we should was... call that Borderlands Syndrome from now on? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. <laughs> just overthinking everything. It's just like, oh dear. But um, yeah, that that game looks really cool. I'm, I'm gonna when I get some more time, I'm gonna I'm gonna go into that. Um, the new Borderlands uh, Telltale's uh, chapter, chapter four, has come out. Um, so. Uh, I think I said a while back that I tried replaying uh, episode three because uh, I wanted to change uh, one of my choices. Yeah, I remember, yeah. Yeah, so I, I in preparation, I finished that off again, um, which was fine. <laughs> so I, I'm getting prepared for episode four. And once again, I'm just going to play that on my Vita when I'm in bed, when I've got nothing else to do, because I'm don't want to sit in front of a TV and play that for reasons everyone knows already and then I, I dosed about on many games I did some more GTA I finished all the uh, what are the missions from Leicester the assassination missions oh yeah making all the bank I think I ended up with about 850 million yeah million I think it was uh, for each character so I'm just going around <laughs> buying everything under the sun now nice. in single player which is good but the main game that i put most of my time into was elder scrolls online your not most hated game but not very much light game <laughs> yeah this is a game that uh, of course funk finally caved in and purchased this week so indeed uh, he did it might see a resurgence over the coming yeah. weeks so i always kind of got the impression when we were playing it before, that you really liked a lot of the elements of that thing, but it really fell down as a multiplayer experience, which is hilarious because it's supposed to be an MMO. But I would imagine you had a lot more fun playing it on your own than you than we ever did together. Am I right, or am I wide of the mark there? Um, I, I think you're right. I, I think the fact that I had the freedom to just like wander about without having to think of anyone else... I know it sounds very selfish. No, not but, at all. Yeah. Not at all. The 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 fact that I've played like Oblivion and Skyrim on my own, like just wandering about the fields, and you know, if I want to go and do a mission when I want to do it, I just go and do it. But like when you're playing those kind of games co-op, it's it's a bit like Borderlands, things like that. You know, um, you're continuously thinking like, right, should we just go and do the next quest, or do we want to go and fuck about and do something or what? And not having to think that 
you might be annoying someone or you know pissing someone off by not doing what they want to do i know we haven't got that issue because we both don't really give a fuck what we do we're just happy to fucking dick about together (laughs) um but yeah not having to worry about that really just made it um an easier experience to play like um I, I found I forced myself to start playing it in first person because then it just reminds me of like Skyrim and Oblivion once again. And yeah, I found myself just like mooching about and doing loads of quests. And one thing that I did realize was if you go too far into like the map, um, people will be like, um, blah, 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 whatever reason. Oh, you should go and check this guy out back there. Um, we need you to reinforce whatever and take down this thing. Uh, so, oh. yeah, so um, it actually structures uh, a lot of the like side quests in a way. So, like, it's like a main storyline, but not. Like, there's loads of little storylines. So, like, that Ash Mountain place where we were, um, there's a whole thing there where you have to go up Ash Mountain and, like, kill loads of dudes and stuff like that. And then from there, you can progress on to the next one, then the next one, and the next one. And yeah, it it felt I I found instead of just walking around going like what the fuck's going on, I actually had a bit of structure to it. So maybe now that's in place, and I was possibly paying more attention to what people were saying this time than when we were playing it. Uh, it might might be um, a lot better to play, and I'm quite happy to go back and do all that shit again. With if Funk wants to go and team up, I'll I'll just yeah tag along and kill shit with him you know and if you want to get on it as well that'd be cool um uh, i think i'm up to a level 14 and um, our mate tom he's up to about level 35 now and he said when you get to level 15 you actually get to have like two weapons and like hot swap them i think so uh, i can't wait to get that so then i'm guessing i can have like my sword and shield and then my secondary as like a bow and arrow which was one of my main things that I was really annoyed about when the game, well, when we first loaded up the game. But all in all, I'm I'm getting into the Elder Scrolls Online, and I'm thinking, you know, I've got this game for good now, so I'll just keep popping back to it because you know it has got the feeling of the uh, Elder Scrolls games. In a way, it might not be the most prettiest thing, but. You know, walking around, I'm feeling like, oh yeah, this this feels like Tamriel in a way. But yeah, no, fair enough, man. I'm glad that you're enjoying it. Um, I, I'm I'm willing to go back mainly because now Funk's got involved as well. We try it as a trio, maybe that could be good. But um, I'm I'm still fairly down on it, if I'm honest. But uh, yeah, there's still a lot of fetch quests and shit like that. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that will happen. But that's cool, though. Um, apart from that, pretty much all the other games that I've been playing are ones that you're going to talk about. So I guess we can just jump on into yours and we will discuss them together, I guess. Yeah, I think the only thing that I... Um, well, I think I've I've played everything that you have... Uh, or you've played everything that I'm going to talk about. Um, the only thing that I've been playing extensively on my own... Uh, is F1 um, I've kind of had withdrawal symptoms because I've been away I hadn't played PlayStation for almost a fortnight and uh, 
was really gagging to get get that thing loaded up when I got back off my holiday. So um, yeah, I've played a bit of everything this week, um, but I have played the ever-loving shit out of F1. I'm still playing that thing. Um, <laughs> I'm a ch- I'm trophy hunting on it now as well, doing all like the time trials and stuff. I just love it. I just love driving about on that thing. Do you think if um, like some of those trophies weren't there or there weren't anything, their trophies just didn't exist or achievements, would you be doing half of the stuff you are doing right now? No. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I wouldn't be doing time trials yeah. because I don't care that much about setting times on leaderboards against strangers across the earth yeah. so um, if, if the trophies weren't there I'd be doing what I'd be actually doing was be, would be making my own seasons in quick race mode so I'd be doing like uh, five race seasons in because in quick race mode you can just load up you can queue up a load of races and it treats it like the career mode with championship points and yeah practicing and qualifying which is my favorite thing about f1 2015 there's a lot of problems with that game and a lot of things missing um but that is a huge redeeming feature so yeah i'd, I'd just be doing quick races um I probably wouldn't be doing time trials if there weren't sort of 10 trophies for it, but uh, I feel like I'm getting better at it as well, which is cool. And it doesn't help any of us then. Well, I've started <laughs> dropping some of the assists okay. down a little bit. I figure try. I'm trying to maintain sort of where I'm at with all the assists on, but, uh, slowly taking assists off. That's kind of the aim, so that when we're playing online on game nights and stuff, uh, I can just drop the ABS off, for example, if I've got a lot better and and keep things a bit more even. Um, I don't. I think that if everyone had played this game as much as I had, that then I wouldn't be the best at it out of all of us. But the hours I've piled into it, it I really should be beating everyone, and uh, and that's mainly been the case. Although it depends how many beers i've had as well <laughs> that will happen but uh i just love it i just love i love the feel of the game i love the speed i, I love the experience of playing it and thank god that i do because there's fucking nothing else there for you that's what it's, i was gonna say it's featureless that <laughs> yeah. game so. it, it's literally just racing isn't it there's like well, it really is. Racing it. um so thank god it's good because, do you uh, think that it's the best racer on the next gen so far uh as a package, no, not at all. Um, as uh, just racing, if if you put if you sat someone down and was like, you've got a you got a five lap race, um, then nothing can hold a candle to this. It's it's easily the best in terms of just driving around a circuit. But no, in terms of features, uh, absolutely not. I'd, I'd probably project cars. I'd imagine, or maybe. Um, Forza Horizon 2, I think that yeah, good point. That would probably maybe be the one with with the, the sort of most rounded package and, and and the fun as well. It depends what you're after. I think. True. I mean, you there was a shortage at the start of races. Um, there's Need for Speed coming out, isn't there? Um, yeah, I'm still rather 
shamefully excited about. Well, it looks amazing, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. The graphics look amazing, and it and you know when you haven't got much else to go on other than video footage, then yeah, it's unsurprising that you get excited. And the but fact no, that for- there's five storylines as well, mate. You know, yeah, it's got me hooked. The bottom line with F1 <laughs> is it, it it's not the best racer for the career. It's not the best racer for graphics. It's not the best racer for multiplayer. Um, but for just plain racing, one person racing the AI, um, you can't beat it. Gibbons, buddy. So, yeah. Um, other than that, I think we can talk about all of these together because we've we've kind of played all of them. So, the first thing, that, the thing that I was most excited for when I got back... <laughs> Um, which you had kindly installed on my console for me while I was away. You're Thanks welcome. Thanks very much to Family Sharing, and thank you very much. And this is uh, the PES 2016 demo. Yeah, it's um, pretty goddamn impressive, isn't it? I was mainly excited to play it because while I was away, you posted a goal <laughs> that you had scored <laughs> on Unbelievable Facebook. Unbelievable goal. I, I, I couldn't... How? On a, on, on a game... Like how? Do, how? How? How do they do that on a game? It's- it feels really good to play. I've played maybe ten matches, and and I have now deleted it because <laughs> it's, it's too saddening. Uh, yeah. I delete. I made myself delete it and went back to 2015 because otherwise I'm just not going to want to play 2015. So I forced myself back onto this year's iteration. Nice. Um, if you haven't seen the goal, go to our YouTube channel. It's on there. It's uh, it's yes, it is. It's a special goal. <laughs> so, what do you think of of the demo? What do you like about it? How do you think it compares to last year's iteration? Um, <sighs> let's talk about it because well, on the surface of it, it seems very similar to last year's, but it isn't. <laughs> the more you play it, the more you realise it isn't. It has been refined. Uh, because last year's Pez was, you know, it was cracking. Like It was the one that really made us switch over from FIFA. And we were like, yeah, this is it now. We're playing this. Um, y- everything feels more fair and more physical, um, if you get what I'm saying. Um, it, it seems like you can, like, uh, intercept balls a lot easier. Uh, not easier, but you know, there, there'd be that situation in PES 2015 or PES 15 even, um, where if if your player would just like put a little toe out, he'd have that ball. And it, in this game, uh, it does that. It, it allows you to do that. And also, like um, the the defense and uh, attackers seem to just be able to like. I don't know, push more against each other in, in a way so they can like, hold them off or like get round them a bit better. And it, it's a lot more, the, the motion's a lot more fluid. And Far more like physical, that. isn't it? And yes. uh, lots of really nice animations, sort of stumbles and um, jinking runs and little side Super steps and stuff. Super jinking runs. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love some of, the, some of the things they've put in there where... If you're nailed on to win a tackle and you really clean through the defender or through the attacker and take the ball, yeah, um, they've added certain stumble animations so that the chances are if you made the tackle, there's a much better chance you'll come away with the ball. I, yeah. I found on, on 2015, 
often I'd I'd make an excellent tackle the ball would just sort of roll away and and the the player that I'd tackled would be back on the ball before I could get up and retrieve it and yeah which was a, a, a classic FIFA thing that was it was a FIFAism yeah that they kind of FIFA. yeah I think it's the physicality of it I think they've really nailed the ball physics this year as well it feels like it proper pings about mm. you know you pop that ball in the box and it could go anywhere the keepers are better yeah um one passing's thing, quicker, much less delay uh, on the passing. Yes, and that's a big plus, isn't it? The, the players all seem to get out of animations quicker as well. You know, when an animation begins because of a certain scenario, it, it seems to be able to break out of those animations quicker. It's just snappier and nicer. It looks slightly better as well. Um, it's one of those where the more you play it, you, you might the not even you appreciate it, and then really. you go back to the old game, and, and you're like, "Oh shit, really?" Yeah, totally. It feels like um, the your the person you're controlling or the AI has better vision as well. They can put the ball into places where you think they that's possible. You know, like it's not like in FIFA when you're facing the wrong way, and then they just pelt it into the box. You know, yeah. kind of thing, which was Game's always better a, at predicting what you want it to do. Yes, definitely. And if if you want proof of that, once again, go to our YouTube channel and check out the goal <laughs> because it was an amazing cross that I had no idea. I just I just went for it. You know, it's just one of them where you think, oh yeah, nothing's really there. He's kind of there, so I'll just pop it in the box. And and it, yeah, the finishing was is. Incredible. <laughs> all, all sorts of new finishes, touches, yeah. um, back heel, different types of volleys and flips and interesting headers and different diving animations. It's just so slick and it plays so nice. Um, I'm really excited for this thing. Now, this is going to be a pre-order. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm saving me, me buckaroos up, buddy. And uh, yeah. we'll have this day one. We'll have to because especially now the season started as well. And I'm just like football loving the football it's all yeah. about the football it's all, right all back in the fantasy football is going everything's, oh, yeah. everything's good <laughs> but yeah, so, yeah. So I think it's... we should leave Pez 2016 until it comes out now because that's it that's why I've got rid of it because uh, yes. it just makes me sad going back to the old game and not being able to play the new one mm. in a season mode but the new one you've got to bear in mind new features they've done a whole revamp of Master League apparently full edit suite this time which means that we'll have the boys on the internet yes send, you can't know, wait for those, option, those files. option files get yes. the proper kits and everything that takes away one of the major advantages FIFA has definitely so um, yes we'll we'll move on but um, yeah, if you're a football fan, this is an absolute must. Um, I will play the FIFA demo when that comes out as well because I've heard really good things about that too. Um, but to be honest, FIFA FIFA is becoming more and more Ultimate Team 16. Yeah. Uh, I'm worried that Pez might do that as well. But There's a concern crossed. there, you yeah. know, the, the microtransactions, the dollar signs and the fact that Konami's running that fucking show. Um, yes, That's worrying. quite frightening. Um they might turn it into a slot machine game rather than. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. who knows? Um, the other, the other big one this week, of course, and another one that you um, you downloaded for me. Um, maybe, dear listener, you have uh, you have experience playing this as well. Maybe you did what we did, which was uh, pre-order a copy of Black Ops um, and then play the open beta last weekend, and then 
uh, cancel your cancel, yeah. If you <laughs> haven't cancelled it, well, unless you want to actually buy the game, please remember to cancel it. Uh, <laughs> I take no responsibility of your stupidity in not cancelling <laughs> your pre-order. This is down to you now. He's right to caution you. Yeah. I feed on children. Indeed. So what? What did you think of this then? So yeah, I played this pretty much every night. Bar one, I think. Uh, so it came out on the Wednesday. Um, on the Wednesday, I played it solo on my own. Uh, I there was three maps. I was pretty much just getting my bearings in those. Um, uh, I ended up having to play a lot of team deathmatch because it <laughs> seems like that's the only thing that people play on COD, which is fine. Um, I immediately really enjoyed this game. Uh, it was fresh. I know it's completely not fresh because it's COD, but it's fresh to me because I haven't played a Call of Duty game for like six years. So um, I really enjoyed like the fast paced, like even though it was like spawn, die, spawn, die, get a couple of kills, maybe die, spawn, die, spawn, born, yeah, and, and over and over again. But I just liked how, like, I I didn't ha- I, I I didn't feel like I was on my way somewhere for about five minutes and then I get shot and then I've got to go and do that all over again you know like Battlefield and uh, not saying that I don't like Battlefield because I used to love that game but uh, Battlefield 4 especially did feel like that um, I would take so long to get to a position to try and take a certain uh, what are they called in that oh god it's been so long like you know the whatever point it is point A or point B yeah and um, then just die um, and yeah, it was just refreshing to have this really fast-paced kind of thing. It, it it reminded me a bit like, you know, how Rocket League now is, like, taking everything by storm because it's, like, quick action. It's like, you know, you're not messing about. It's like, get in there, start playing, and then that's done. Finish that game, play another kind of thing. And that was the main thing I liked about it. The, the shooting, the running was okay, Um I died roughly about as many times as I killed people bar Friday. I think Friday night was uh, was a bad choice to play it. Uh, we'll get onto that later. But then we'd been on the source. We've been uh, on the source. It was the wrong we? time to play yeah, a uh, hair trigger type shooter like that. Yeah, when we can barely see, which was good. But on the Thursday night, I played with Funk, and we played a bit of Domination, which was really cool, because me and him were like holding um, point A or whatever it was, and then we'd be like, right, let's move together to the next point, and we'd go as like a little team, and having that extra communication thing there really did help. So, and, and once again that night, I, I, I had good points and I had bad points you know uh, I mean there was a point in that evening where I think me and him died like 16 to 20 times each or something like that because we were just getting bombarded by missiles and I was like wow this is why this game's a bit shit but that was just one game out of all of them Um, I was really excited for this game Um, I still don't think I'm going to buy it it was really good, though, to get on the beta and test it out because it has made me really, really want a shooter again. But the, uh, apart from Friday night, have you... I'm guessing you didn't really play it, did you? I had to go on Saturday when oh, I did was you? sober, yeah. How did you find it? Shitty. Yeah, I thought so. I don't like it. Um, no, you don't. 
it's that's not completely its fault um uh, as as is tradition recently we've got uh, a question from funk which i'm gonna chuck in now well not a question really but well yeah i suppose it is um he was kind of asking because he he knows what i think um what could cod do to pull alex back in was a question that funk sent in this week it's the answer's nothing it's not cod's fault um i don't want to play fast-paced team deathmatch games against strangers anymore it doesn't matter what that game is um i have genuine concerns for battlefront because i don't think i'm going to like that either i the only reason that i might persevere with that is the star wars license um i know that they're very different games because you know, as you said, Battlefield. I I hate Battlefield now because of the fact that I I won't invest the sort of time that I do in something like F1 to get to a standard on there where I'm not just running for ten minutes and then dying and rinse and repeat. Um, I understand why you enjoyed COD, and I, I didn't mind it to be honest. But it certainly did very little for me. I also didn't think graphically it looked particularly good. Nah. Um, as you say, I thought the running was a bit weird. The shooting wasn't particularly satisfying. It didn't have the sort of weight behind it that I was expecting. Um, like Destiny. Like like Destiny. <laughs> no, to be fair, yeah, like Destiny. Yeah. Um, the jetpack thing as well, I thought was absolute shite. Like that, that felt really stupid to me, um, and completely unnecessary. It felt like it had been completely crowbarred in there. Um, loads of people will love this thing. I'm sure it's it's a real competent, solid shooter, and obviously it's going to do really well and everything. It's just not my sort of game anymore, and. It didn't make me want a shooter of that ilk at all, um, but it did make me realise that I'm very much looking forward to Rainbow Six because that's a very different type of shooter. And and if Hopefully. there's one one sort of shooter genre subgenre that I'm still interested in, it is this sort of tactical uh, team based sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, there's more substance to running around like a headless chicken or even running along the walls like a headless chicken I don't want to play a game where 80% of the time I spawn, run like an idiot and get shot by someone I never saw Classic. I don't find that fun um, and I don't really play many games against strangers anymore, I like co-op experiences with my friends um so this was never going to work for me. Um, <laughs> Has Rocket League not kind of brought you back into the, you know, not competitive gaming? Because that's one thing that I don't think I've got anymore. I'm, I'm not really fussed about competitiveness. I think that's why I enjoyed COD. I didn't care that I was getting killed. I just, like, went out there and shot people. And when I shot people, I was like, yay. And when I died, I was like, meh, I'll just spawn again and go and shoot them again. And that's a great mentality to have, but if 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 nine times out of ten you're doing the bit where you die rather than the bit where you're <laughs> shooting people, you're not going to find that fun. No, Rocket League not. is different to me because it's so silly. Yeah. Um, I don't believe that you can get particularly good at that game. Like it's too awkward to get good that good at. Um, yeah. It's just stupid fun. Um, I really enjoy it. I think the football element as well that makes a difference. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. So that's a good segue on to the other games that we've been playing, and that's Rocket League. Yes, we've been <laughs> playing Rocket League, and we've been playing exclusively against strangers, yeah. completely negating what I was just saying about uh, Call of Duty, <laughs> as, you, as you so rightly <laughs> mentioned. Um, it's been fun, hasn't it? We were doing some four-on-four, four and that was a little bit possibly too chaotic, though. Yeah, but, the, um, the source didn't help in that front as well. I'm, again, I'm yeah. We I think that was gone. the last night, uh, last game of the evening as well that we played, so that <laughs> it wasn't was. going to go well. <laughs> but we've been doing 2v2s the last few nights, and we've been really enjoying that. Yeah, it's so much fun, you know, like... Um, you don't know who you're going to come up against. Like they might be like a, a, a team of two, or they might be two individuals. It's you can kind of tell when it's like two individuals because they're just fucking headless chickens barging each other out of the way to get the ball. Yeah. But when you do find that you know strategy where you have one like going for the ball and one holding back, which is pretty much our tactic, um, you do get a lot more of an interesting game. Um, but so much of it is luck. You've got to say that, haven't you, in that game? I think game. that's why it doesn't annoy me, you know? It's just so stupid. You can only get so good at it, and, you know, silly goals are going to go in, and silly deflections and stuff, and it's so dumb that it, I, I can't get angry at it. I don't... And it's so much fun to play that I don't really care if we win or lose either. Yeah. Um, what we have noticed, and this is a bit disappointing... Um, something I'd like to call FIFA syndrome, um, is people quitting on us. We've yeah. been having people quitting all the time, and, and it's not a massive issue on that game because if if one person leaves, then it, it pops an AI in their place. But, we yeah, no, we've, we've had... Last like, night especially, we had three or four games where we went two goals up and, and the other team that was quit. It. I was just like, oh, seriously, come on. Really it's, sad. This is like, it's not even a ranked match that we're no, playing. player matches, five minutes a game, like, and people just, can't stick around with a two-goal deficit. It's, uh, it's pretty pathetic, isn't it, really? Yeah, but Rocket League still absolutely smashing it. Probably the best ever PS Plus game that's ever come out. It, yeah, it has to be. Uh, for us, at least. Yeah, uh, well, definitely. Totally. For the PS4. There you go. Yes. Um, I don't know when I'm going to stop playing that game. Uh, we were looking at the stats the other day, and they obviously there's people in the here, uh, in the world that have played that like ridiculous amounts, but like compared to our friends, we've played that a, a hell of a lot more. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I want to play it now. We'll probably play it when we're done. Yeah, here. definitely. I'll, I'll be up for a couple <laughs> of two-on-twos. So... Uh, I don't know, is there anything else that you've been dabbling with? or No, that's it. Uh, I was very much looking forward to getting back onto Alpha Bear uh, because uh, it's <laughs> it's a game that doesn't let you play it unless you're, no, you have yeah, a, yeah, you a, a network connection, connection yeah. of some description. And obviously I was abroad, I was just stayed in airplane mode and then came home and my phone broke. So when... Um, I have a new phone winging its way to me. It should arrive tomorrow, and then I can start alpha bearing once more. Good news, buddy. Um, but I'm other than that, to it. if you're happy, then I think that is what we've been playing. Indeed. And now it's time for Fonz or Phoenix.
so this week we've got it's a bit different because normally when I pick one of these it's already sort of positive or negative it's either a Fonz or it's a Phoenix that's been the case every single time we've done this this week I'm throwing a, a bit of a curveball at you because I've picked the PlayStation Plus voting system this is the new system implemented by Sony where they give you the option to vote um, there are three different choices of game uh, and the the game that wins uh, becomes one of the PS Plus titles for that month and the other two go onto the store with your standard PS Plus 10% discount. Now, this seems to be really dividing people, so I'd like to know what you think. Do you think that this whole voting thing is a, a Fonz or a Phoenix? Well, we spoke about it previously and I had my worries that Joe Public are dumb as fuck and... I am immediately correct in the game that they chose, in my opinion. Whereas um, I, I suggested to you that I thought that the cream would rise to the top and that people would vote for the right thing as a whole. Um, and I'm delighted with what they've picked, and I would have picked it as well. Uh, so no, I, I suppose it comes down to what game you want. Individual taste, there it is, buddy. Yeah, I, I out of the three, I wanted uh, Armello. Because I was like, that was cool. Some sort of like card game slash board game. And we haven't got any of them yet. Whereas Grown I would have been happy with that. Yeah, totally. Because it's the best choice. And um, whereas Grow Home is like, oh, it's another, you know, platformer that I have like a million of. That it's I don't not though. Play. It's 3D. It's... Uh... This is a game that I, I was expecting Yubi to announce back at E3. I had it in my predictions at the yeah. time. Um, it's been a real sleeper hit on the uh, PC. It's one of the first games that Yubi let one of their smaller development teams just go buck wild on without even like making sure it was okay for them to do so. They were just like, fill your boots. It looks loads of fun. It's a really cool looking game. And I've wanted to play that thing ever since I saw the very first screenshot so and I realised that yeah maybe the, the, the card game board game thing we would have got a little bit more joy out of maybe co-op maybe I think it's um, got like up to like four or eight player network play yeah but we've got loads of multiplayer games we don't need another one we've got card games I'm all over it <laughs> Uh, yeah, I I am pleased with Grow Home. I, when I saw the options, I thought that Grow Home would win. It did win, and I can't claim to be definitely certainly correct about my original comment <laughs> with just this happening one time. I guess I'll have to predict the next one and the one after that. And if both of those win as well, then uh, I might I might be right. But it's personal preference. For example. Um, Funk thinks it's bollocks. Yeah, his his opinion is, um, hey, let's vote for which game I will never load. Well, that's your prerogative, Funk. You haven't got to load these PS Plus games, but I don't know why you'd be bothered about the voting system if you weren't planning on playing any of them anyway. Um, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think it's a good idea. Um, I, I think it's a fantastic idea. Uh, I just think that a lot of my choices aren't going to get picked because I'm not your average gamer I guess. I don't know I am in certain ways but I like 
nerdy things and I don't think nerdy things are going to come through and win <laughs> it'll be very interesting to see how it plays out over the you know the next two or three votes um, Grow Home was definitely the 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 choice of the three games that was would appeal to the most number of people I think yeah. that was fairly obvious before the vote um, and that could I could see that being a problem going forward you know there may be a sports game that kicks in there versus a, a shooter or something, and you'd imagine that the shooter would probably win regardless of whatever it was. Yeah. So, yeah, genres and a broad appeal, these might be problems. But at the same time, you know, you can buy the other games. They're going to yeah, be Yeah, exactly. The store. That's the thing. It goes in the store with the discount and stuff. So, And then they'll probably go in like a sale, like three to six months later, where you can get it for even less. So, yeah. Just. But- Hang on, really. The bottom line is I'm struggling to see a negative here. Yeah, I, I, I mean, don't know why you'd have a problem with this. Like, why would you prefer it that Sony just picks one at random? Like, uh, I don't really understand that, to be honest. Is it that you think that they're going to try and, you know, if if there's enough clamour and people moaning about indie games that Sony will cave and eventually give you a AAA and the fact that they've brought this voting system in means that maybe they won't give you a AAA? Is that the issue here? I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. But um, personally, I think it's a Fonds. Gibbons. Uh, I think sounds it's like you do as well. Yeah. Um, but it is a dividing opinion. I've seen a lot of, of, of stuff online and there's lots of people that don't like the whole voting thing. Um, but yeah, we're going with Fonz. Um, we voted for yeah. Fonz. <laughs> Number one. Number wang. Number wang. PS Plus prices are changing. Uh, From the start of September, uh, a three-month subscription will rise from £11.99 to £14.99. Totally worth it. They're meddling with the prices, but uh, the 12-month subscription... Uh, will remain at thirty nine ninety nine. So they're trying to get to, um, people to buy a whole year. Yeah, short term <laughs> subscribers. They're trying to move them on to the whole year one. Now, I I am actually one of the three monthers. Uh, I have been for a while because um, I w- was unemployed for some time and money was a bit tight. Um, Your shit is crazy. Well, it didn't seem to make a huge difference. It was a difference of like eight pounds across twelve months, so it That's seemed eight pounds though. <laughs> Whatever, man, that's nothing. But um, <laughs> across across a twelve month twelve period. month period, yeah, no, right, um, yeah. So I don't know really. It, it doesn't affect most people. I'd imagine most people are are doing the twelve month thing. I can understand Sony trying to push people. Um, onto the 12 month one if you look at the prices that on the xbox xbox live is already 14.99 for three months so um I yeah suppose, they're just following suit i guess aren't they really? yeah yeah um 
the master race, of course, will be chiming in, suggesting that we shouldn't really be paying for our servers anyway, especially considering how fucking awful they are. Yeah. Um, Not going on to that again, though. No, because these charges have been here for many years now, and if you buy a console and plan to play online, you know all about them and you've made the decision that you don't mind. Yeah. So you can't grumble about the £40 price point, which, considering inflation, it's fairly reasonable that yeah, it stayed the bad, same for the last really? yeah. 12 years or whatever. <laughs> Which is fine. So, yeah, um, I'm working part-time at the moment and, and can afford to, to do the 12-month next time it comes around, so uh, this won't affect me either. Well, um, buddy, you know, because we do family sharing, you can just use mine. It, yeah, a funny, <laughs> a funny little uh, quirk of of the family sharing system is that only one of you needs to have PS Plus for you both to have PS Plus, which is quite ridiculous. Um, but I think it's good to both have it so you can get those PS Plus games. You That's want to add the them only... to both your accounts yeah. for the future, especially for whatever the PS3 reason ones. Happens. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, another thing about those PS3 games, because I got dishonored on PS Plus on the PS3 whenever it was I could now if I wanted to buy the definitive edition for 14.99 instead of whatever it is 24 or 20 pound. So yeah, it's another reason to yep. just put those PS3 games on your account. Yeah, further evidence if it was ever required to Indeed. just click download on those games each month. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you can do it for your console, um you can do it on your phone, just do it. Just remember to do it. Because the way that things are going with backwards compatibility on the Xbox, I, mm. I firmly suspect that there will be something in place there from Sony in the coming year or two uh, where if you already have the digital version of a game, certain games I reckon you'll be able to play on PS Now. Uh, I'm predicting that. And, I hope so. Um, That'd be nice. You're going to want to have this when that happens. So, um, And even if it doesn't, you've only wasted seconds of your life. <laughs> doing it true so we move on and we are going to move on to the uh <laughs> the bungee dinklebot scandal <laughs> um they came out last week and tried to explain why they've dumped dinklebot wasn't it mainly down to you know he's not available all the time and shit like that i think or was there more? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, the quote is, uh, it's, on the, it's more on the Hollywood nonsense side of things. Dinklage was awesome to work with on Destiny, but we just needed to work with someone who is more available. Nolan is a pro. This is his thing. That's executive producer yeah. Mark Noseworthy. Um and he was speaking in an interview to Game Informer. Now, yeah, I can understand why that would lead you to employ Nolan North going forward. Uh, it didn't require you to pay Nolan North to re-record all of Dinklage's lines and then patch him out of the game. It doesn't explain that at all. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Could it's easily have now. been a different ghost. <laughs> Either way, yeah. it's done now. Um, but it was quite funny that they even bothered to make a statement there. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But let's move on. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> and we'll move on to the next PS4 system update, um, which is having a beta test. Yeah, I've seen that. I thought it was just for the States, but apparently not. Anyone can sign up. Yeah, have you done that? Nah. I have. 
Okay. I did it. I did it earlier, although I've heard that limited space is available. Yes. But um, I don't know what that means. Perhaps we'll have a raffle. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, this is quite an interesting update, I think. There's a lot of interesting stuff going in there, and uh, some of them useful to me, and some of them perhaps not. But uh, things like uh, you're going to be able to upload uh, Vine-esque sort of 10-second video clips from your console straight to Twitter. That's quite nice. Uh, it's going to introduce full YouTube streaming, so that you can stream onto there as well as Ustream and Twitch. Um, yep. I don't know how much money YouTube gave Sony for that, but uh, <laughs> or Google rather. But they're they're trying to get their whole uh, Twitch killer YouTube yeah, gaming running. thing going, aren't they? So yeah, why not? Um, thoughts are my own, of course. Um, <laughs> uh, one of the things that really did look quite interesting to me was the whole communities thing. Um, have you heard about this at all? No, buddy. What's that all about then? It looks like some sort of... Um, the, the best way that I could think of it is uh, very similar to like a Facebook group, but for your friends on PSN. Okay. So we could create, um, you know, a game night or a shunt game night thing uh, on the PlayStation. We could add all of our lot and then we would have our own sort of community with with a, bo- a message board thing oh that's it, cool it'll sort of tailor what we've been playing and yeah. uh, it, I like that easy options for getting in and out of parties uh, seeing what other people are up to and stuff just a sort of um, yeah almost like your own sort of MySpace for your clan or guild or group (laughs) or whatever Um, I think it's a really nice idea I'm not sure quite how it will work in practice but uh, or whether it will be of any use other than a gimmick but um, anything that involves um, community stuff with my friends because I I mainly play co-op online with friends now I I rarely play single player and I don't play against strangers so this is the sort of thing that's perfect for me and um, yeah maybe we can put a stupid background on there with some cocks or something like that that would be lovely big fan of that yep excellent (laughs) news so yeah um, I don't know when the beta starts I'm not sure they've announced that yet but hopefully I'll get on there fingers crossed oh yeah I'll sign up at some point probably yeah, I think you can get through if you go uh, if you go onto the Sony. Is it the Sony blog? The yeah, EU blog. I, I did see it. Um, There's I think a, it, it, a link through there. Um, so if anyone hasn't signed up yet and wants to get in on that, then uh, that's where you need it. to go. True. Uh, next, everyone loves this man, of course, uh, a personal favourite of ours on the Justice for Gamers podcast. I'm talking about Phil Motherfucking Spencer, buddy. There he is. Uh, with a with a typically Spencerish quote, <laughs> um, he was talking about uh, he was he was asked about the PS4 sales and whether he uh, whether they used those sales as a driving force at Xbox to as a competitor. They're obviously in direct competition, all the same. So, uh, and he said, "This is a quote from him." Uh, I honestly don't goal the team on how many units Sony sells. <laughs> he doesn't goal the team. He doesn't goal them, mate. He doesn't, he doesn't goal, goal them. them. No. Um, 
I think about what we're going to do and how many Xbox customers we have across 360, Xbox One and Windows. Thinking about the combined community of people on Xbox and playing those games and that number's never been bigger. So uh, yeah, he was basically fobbing off this idea that they're trying to catch Yeah, Sony. they're just doing what they want to do. They're doing their own thing. At their thing. own time kind of thing. And I think he's done more than enough in the last six months for yes. us to take his word for that. Definitely. So, uh, yeah, I just thought it was cool. Like, um, obviously, you, you know, you can't really say anything else in that situation. Now, do you think, toe though, toe behind toe. closed doors, he's just, like, rocking and crying a little bit? <laughs> do you? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I think... I don't know anything about this at all, but my gut instinct is that... Uh, with the legacy Don Matrick left behind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Spencer's kind of... Uh, he's all right. Yeah. <laughs> he's doing pretty well. He's doing a lot better. Yes, very much so. Uh, staying with Xbox, uh, while I was away in Budapest, uh, Xbox Update came out and introduced uh, 1080p 60 frames per second streaming to all Windows 10 devices, which... Another really cool thing that Xbox is doing. Definitely. I like that. It's nice. Yeah? Yeah. Not much else to say about it, but... No. There you go. Uh, next, Rainbow has been delayed. Rainbow Six has been delayed till December. This is December the 1st. It was supposed to be out October 13th. Um, but at least they came out and said it's so we can make it better or fix... It was to do with the co-op and stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, they, they decided that... Well, the things weren't quite working the way that they should. Uh, this is a, a very different Ubisoft to the Ubisoft that released uh, Assassin's Unity. Creed Unity <laughs> yeah. um, and Watch Dogs with its downgrade yeah. and so on. Um, uh, as Eve Gilmore said, um, which we mentioned a few weeks back, they've changed all of their procedures there. Um this is good news as far as I'm concerned. It's uh, another game coming out in 2015, less likely to be broken when uh, when it finally arrives. We've waited a very long time for this game. And oh, God, yeah. I, I don't mind waiting another couple of months so that it no. works properly. It's uh, fine by me, baby. Although we might have some bother if it doesn't work properly after that delay. We'll, <laughs> yeah, we'll see where we are, be, shall we? It's going to be totally broken. We'll be like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Uh, next, um, I know you're a fan of this one. <laughs> yeah, big fan. So, this is Amazon's possible leak about a new-gen version of the Back to the Future games, the Telltale Back to the Future games, um, which I know, I think, I'm right in saying that was the first time you played a Telltale game and you really liked that. Um, yeah, it was because um, it, it was Back to the Future, buddy, and that's why I liked it, apart from that. There was nothing else credible in there. <laughs> would you would you go back to those? No, no chance. Been there, done that. Yeah, yeah I've been there, I've done that. It's, yeah, I'm good, thanks. Well, uh, I never really played through all of that, but I did. I think I played a demo of the first one. Um, it's possible that I'd give that a go, because... Uh, yeah, I like. I really like the whole Back to the Future universe as well. And uh, no surprise is that it was Back to the Future and not Jurassic Park that they picked from their back catalogue <laughs> there, buddy. Yeah. But um, true. But yeah, I might have a little go of that. 
So yeah, uh, also interesting from Amazon, they're closing their trade-in service. Um, yeah, I'm not fussed about that. I mean, at the they, end of the month, they did me over pretty well. Yeah, actually, no, I did them over pretty well in the end of it, but they dicked me about for way too long. They were, yeah, it was a fairly unimpressive display the last time yes. you had to deal with their customer service department, wasn't it? So, yeah, um, yeah. so much so that um, I complained one day to someone and got a ten pound rebate, and then complained again the next day and got another ten pound rebate. Which is very handy. That is handy. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Getting 20 quid off them. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'd probably be a little more concerned about the fact that everyone's jacking in their trade-ins uh, schemes if it wasn't for the family sharing thing we're, uh, I suppose, utilising on the <laughs> PlayStation. Um, because if, if it wasn't for that, we'd definitely still be buying physical copies. They are cheaper and... We'd presumably be trading stuff in as well. Yeah, totally. Um, I've bought a couple of trade-in games um, so far. And also I've traded in a couple of games, I think, um, uh, this gen. Uh, obviously, the, most people would have done a lot more. So, yeah, the fact that if these things start disappearing, that's a bit of a worrying factor. One, is the price of pre-owned games going to go up because they're going to be harder to get? Or, I don't know. Uh, is it just a... They can't disappear because it's it's always got to be there, surely. All the time physical media is there, there'll be a pre-owned market, but yeah. uh, how much longer will physical media be there? I mean, it'll certainly be there throughout these consoles' life yeah. cycle, but as we discussed a few weeks ago, how long is that? Well, um, the, was it the, the patent for the new uh, NX kind of came out didn't it and that hasn't got an optical drive i believe In, yeah so, i think you're right there yeah there you go oh they, it could come on like memory cards and no shit, mate they're though. going back to fucking cartridges yeah cartridges yeah <laughs> i thought so yeah i was gonna say it but i was like no nah, i'll change it to memory cards <laughs> <laughs> well it's very gracious of you to let me have that one yeah it's okay <laughs> uh, moving on final fantasy 7 uh is now out on ios um, great I don't care about that at all, but no. I know that some people might. Um, Good news for those guys. Woo! Congratulations. And finally in the news, uh, this is this is cool and interesting, and um, I don't know exactly how it works, so bear with me. Uh, NVIDIA is launching... Um, well, they've, I think they've already got an app called the GeForce Experience app, but it's getting a fairly massive, sizable overhaul. I Which, really want something called the G-Force Experience. It sounds very sexual. It does. Very toit. <laughs> very toit. You can tell from its toit paunch. Indeed. Um, so this sounds suspiciously like PlayStation SharePlay, but yeah, on a PC. That's kind of what I get from it. So I, th I think it's just if you've got an NVIDIA card, I'm guessing. It's, yeah, I think it's GTX <laughs> specific. So yeah. NVIDIA GTX cards... Um, obviously newer ones um it's it kind of utilizes the gpu on there in a variety of very exciting ways um that i couldn't possibly explain because i don't understand them uh, the long and the short of it is that it's going to have game streaming um it's going to give you options to stream games to a friend to play co-op with them so a lot of the options that are, are available on um 
the very hit and miss PlayStation share play system. Um, but on PC, uh, I don't know how it integrates with Steam. I don't know how that all works. Um, I got a quote from videogamer.com which says, uh, friends can either watch you play, take control of your game with mirrored controls, or play alongside you in supported multi-controller games like Trine 3, Gauntlet, and FIFA. So, um... Sounds like share play. Yeah, sounds like share play, <laughs> but on PC. Well, on um, PC, which is very cool. Yeah. Once again, all these new features, mate. You know I'm a big fan of features. You love a, you love a good love feature. the features. You love it. Massive fan. So, yeah, all these are... All these, like, you know, new shit that's going on. Yeah, it's awesome. Like, I just hope that, you know, like, we've had issues with the PlayStation Share where it's just too slow and, like, the internet just in this country isn't good enough. So, I don't know if that's going to be the case for the GeForce experience, but, you know, that could happen. Um, well, they're not relying on the PlayStation Network, so yeah, they've so, got yeah. a much better chance than they've we do. They've got a much, much better chance, that's true. So, yeah, shame. I don't think I've got a G- NVIDIA. I think I've got ATI. I can't remember. Yeah, I have got ATI. So, unfortunately, I'm not compatible with the GeForce experience. Shame. Disappointing indeed. But, indeed. But... Um, They've kind of cornered the market of late, haven't they? GeForce um, cards are kind of, you know, the PlayStation of the uh, current gen of video cards. Definitely. Um, So, yeah, good news all round there. Yep. And that is the end of the news. Das news. The news. La news. Oui, oui, la news. There's, there's a moth on my ceiling. He's been crawling about the place. He's very cheeky. I don't know what he thinks he's up to. Should use your death ray eyes. To I think kill he's it. trying to get a he's trying to get a little look at the pod notes. I think he wants to get involved. <laughs> Shit, man, get out of this. <laughs> this stuff is golden. And now it's time for out this week. What is out this week? Ash, are you excited that out this week? Uh, for the coming months is actually <laughs> worth doing for the first time in its existence. <laughs> we are hitting golden release time. We, we're, we're getting close. We are getting very close, I must say. I saw an article somewhere today that said there is a, a gigantic AAA title coming out at least one a week yeah. from now until Christmas. So, Which is fine. I think yes. I can handle that. Well, we will report on all of them, but we will start this week's Out This Week with the PS Plus and Xbox Games with Gold games, which were both announced today. One of them we knew already, of course. Um, so we'll start with PS Plus, Grow Home, everyone's favourite, certainly my choice, Ash. Um, Grow Home is coming out on PS4. Uh, Super Time Force Ultra, that's also out PS4. Um... The PS4, PS3 crossplay game is Tesla Grad. Uh, PS3 also get Zeo Drifter and Twisted Metal. Uh, Zeo Drifter is also Vita, and La Mulana X is also Vita. Um, so that's our lineup this time round. Um, thoughts? 
No. You're not impressed. <laughs> I'm I'm just not fast. I'm like, yeah, that's great. That's um, fair enough. Tesla grad uh, sort of RPG side scroller adventure. Uh, again, I, I can see why you're not really that interested. In that. <laughs> Neither yeah. am I. Um, Grow home, as I said, like I've wanted to play that I'll for play ages. That. It'll be fun, um, but it's not a very big, like not a very big game, not a very long game. It certainly no. won't keep us going. Um, Super Time Force Ultra, I believe, is co-op, and I suspect we'll play a la Mercenary Kings kind of thing. Okay, yeah. Um, that sounds cool. It looks a lot better than Mercenary Kings. So I'm looking at the Xbox one, and theirs is a bit better than ours. Can you do me a favour and look up what Dear God is? D-E-E-R God. Uh, it sounds ace, Because I, I was supposed to do that before we started this podcast, and I didn't. Um... And while you're doing that, I will say the Xbox Games with Gold uh, Tomb Raider Definitive Edition, which is a game that's gone on to the summer sale on PlayStation. Uh, You can pick up for, I think it's £10.74 or something uh, with PlayStation Plus discount. If you're Xbox One, you get that game for free this month, which very much shits on everything that's coming out on the PlayStation. Uh, I think even I can agree on that, and I'm pleased with Grow Home. Um, Xbox One gamers will also get Dear God, which Ash will momentarily tell us what the <laughs> fuck that is. Um, uh, and Xbox 360 gamers get Battle Stations Pacific, which is quite an interesting tactical. Uh, it's like a strategy game in third person and first person. Quite old now, though. Uh, and Crisis 3, which can't be bad either. Uh, Ash, what is Dear God? Uh, it's called The Dear God, so The the Dear God is a breathtaking 3D pixel art adventure that will challenge your religion. Challenge your religion? Challenge your... Yeah, I'm reading religion, right? Religion? And your platforming skills. It's a game about survival, reincarnation, and karma. Yeah... So the tag, the tagline actually says it will challenge your religion. Yes, it will challenge your religion and your platforming <laughs> skills. It's like, um, a, a, yeah, a two D uh, side scroller where you're a deer and you run around. This in this bit, you're getting chased by a fox. Yeah, he he just headbutted a tree and now he's surfing. The tree on the water, like it. Yeah, no. Um, it's just a, a platformer where you play as a deer. It looks like you fall in love with another deer or something. I don't know. But yeah, there you go. Okay, well there you go. That's uh, that's what you're getting, Xbox One gamers. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think Tomb Raider looks pretty standout. Um, you know, they're chucking a AAA game at you. Um, <laughs> Okay, so uh, uh, Kotaku um, review. Uh, it can be a struggle, but it's worth it when you're shooting fire out of your antlers. So, uh, sounds good to me. Yeah, so I think we can all agree the standout <laughs> game from both of those lists is The Deer God. The Deer um, God, yeah, definitely. Definitely that one. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so all of those coming out uh, in the month of September. Uh, also out on multiple platforms, we have... Uh, Armalo, the yeah, game yeah. that didn't win. Didn't um, win. That's out uh, on the 1st of September. Uh, Mad Max is out 
on all major platforms on the it 1st of September. That's rather big, that game, isn't it? Big time, man. Uh, yeah. I've heard lots of good things. Um, interesting game. Um, be interesting to see if they can do car combat properly for the first time since like Interstate 76. <laughs> on, like, I think that game came out in like 96. Maybe yeah. Vigilante, the first Vigilante or Vigilante 8, I think was maybe the last decent. Road one. Rash. Um, Road Rash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, that's a big one. Um, another big one, Ash. Metal Gear Solid 5 Phantom Pain is out this week. Um, I still need to play the other one, was it? The first bit. Uh, I. I have heard many, many good things about this game. I know, right? Um, Especially if you run it in 4K. It looks very <laughs> nice in 4K. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Um, I I think I'll end up getting this. Um, I think this is a game that I'll probably pick up around Christmas time. I feel like, yeah, I think we'll get that at some point this year, and I feel like, uh, I feel like you kind of have to. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. That uh, Zeo Drifter is out on PS4 and Vita. Zombie Vikings, the other game that uh, yeah, the, was in the other vote. game that no, no, no one voted for that thing. Um, <laughs> Renowned Explorers International Society is out on PC. What? Uh, and <laughs> Company of Heroes Two: The British Forces. Company of Heroes still going, buddy. Um, I vaguely remember that. Yeah, it's not bad, not bad. Um, so yeah, that's out this week. We got Mad Max and Metal Gear Solid. It's definitely in there. the best one that we've had. Best one ever, and um, it's it's going to maintain that sort of level of. Yeah, the only way is up until the next summer drought. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but that is out this week. Now it's time for Fuckwit Corner. Fuckwit Corner with Funk. Fuckwit Corner with Funk. He's getting some questions. First question from Funk. Why was Rainbow pushed back? Explained earlier, because they're making it work better. Yeah, because it didn't work properly. Uh, and rather than do what they did all last year, uh, I, I release games that are broken or disappointing. Uh, Ubisoft are making a vague effort to operate like a games company this year and uh, release software that works. Um, I don't know if that'll happen or not. Um, I've seen recent previews of this game, and uh, everyone's been singing its praises, and it suggests that it's it's very much a return to form, and we're not going to be disappointed. Now, I very much hope that's true. Um, I'm willing to wait for it. I have no choice anyway. But um, yeah, they were very vague about why it was delayed. They just said it's not ready yet. Um, it needs to be better. 
and they're working on that at the moment, so that's about all we've got for you, I'm afraid. Uh, he also says, are there any aging games, anything cheap, uh, that's worth a playthrough at the moment? Um, these consoles have been out for a little while now, coming up on two years. Uh, we're heading into budget bin land for the, uh, the launch titles and so on. Um, so yeah, he was asking, is there anything worth picking up? Anything spring to mind? Um, I mean, the original Wolfenstein, well, not the original, but you know, uh, what was it? The New Order? Oh, yeah, New Order, wasn't it? The yes. The first one. That, I, I picked that up for, what was it, like 12 quid a few months ago. Um, it's a bit of fun, very simple, just running around shooting people. It's cool. Um, what else is cheap? Um, the Lego games, then they normally pop up cheap. Um, I like playing them with my son, but, you know, that's because, well, it's a good game to play with kids. Um, apart from that, pretty much like any of like, the original games that kind of came out around launch time, you can get for those kind of prices. Like, yeah, I mean, if you really wanted to, you could get Watch Dogs for about eight quid, but I wouldn't yeah. recommend it. I think, uh, I think you know, for when you're dropping sort of sub £10, then... Um, your perspective kind of changes a little on on games, and that there. I was looking at that summer, the, what is it, the summer sale on PlayStation? Which, to be fair to you, you actually said when it first launched, nothing much on there, and I sort of stuck up for it a little bit. I'm not sure I was right in doing that. I don't think there's much <laughs> on there at all. Um, yeah. I think the standout deal on the PlayStation Store right now is is that Tomb Raider Definitive Edition. Um, I know it's it's going games with gold on um, Xbox. You can pick that up for about a tenner on the PlayStation right now. And if you haven't played it, yeah, if you haven't then, played that, then that's definitely worth ten pounds in my book. Like yeah. no questions asked. Like that game, like I, I bought that like full price on PC, so what thirty five quid or something. Yeah, that's, no, that's, I, that's I really, probably really a good twenty five hours of fun there, isn't there? Like oh, definitely. Yeah, I, um, I, like that Tomb Raider, uh, Tomb Raider games. I, I think is one of the best Tomb Raider games I've ever played. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, probably that one on on PlayStation. Um, and uh, yeah, Wolfenstein. I think you're right. I think that's a great shout, Wolfenstein. And you can pick up a disc based pre owned version of that now for for under a tenner. Could, yeah, um, like that, yeah. So that's worth a look. Dying Light as well. I've seen that very cheap recently. Yeah, I keep seeing it. And I'm, I'm very tempted to get that, you know, because I reckon that'd be a bit of a giggle. Got co-op that. Lots of uh, yeah, totally. multiplayer fun. I, I I think you're right. I think it might be time to jump in on that one for a bargain. Uh, and of course, I would love to draw everyone's attention to um, the real star of the show here, um, Don Bradman Cricket <laughs> is. Uh, <laughs> Is only forty nine ninety nine on both the PlayStation Store and uh, Xbox Live. So um, you're going to want to pick that one up. And the final <laughs> thing from Fun this week: uh, any news on Fallout Four? Uh, I've been playing a lot of Fallout Shelter uh, and really like it. Um, I don't know if I know anything more than I did before. I've, I've read a few previews here and there. 
Uh, he actually he did mention if there is there any multiplayer. There's there's none. There's absolutely none, and that's the main thing that's stopping me from getting really excited about this at the moment. Is that it's been a very long time since I chucked like hundreds of hours into a single player game, and I don't know if I will do that on this one. Yeah, I know. I'm worried about that as well. My gaming has moved almost entirely to multiplayer. Um, often just with you but always with someone um i don't play on my own very much other than sort of sports games and stuff um and i don't know if i i'm gonna delve into something like fallout again like i used to you know pump hundreds of hours into fallout 3 i played the balls off of oblivion and skyrim i just i, I my tastes have changed a great deal and i'm not sure i'm not sure to be honest yeah. It looks it looks fantastic. It, it does. If anything's going to get me back into um, solitary gaming, then it's Fallout Four. But um, I don't know. What do you reckon? Yeah, pretty much the same boat as you. But it's it's just finding time to play single players, and I don't. That's the thing. I don't do it like how I, I used to, especially with kids now. Um, like I, I I used to be able to sit around at weekends and put hours into them but now it's um, I'm too busy with the family and things like that so it's literally like the only time that game's like in an evening and then I'm normally playing with my mates so yeah I don't know that, that's why I'm tempted not to buy it off the get go which is blasphemous I guess but <laughs> we shall see I think, it's, it's not a, a comment on the quality of the game oh from god us. no it's just the way I think that, that game's we... going to be amazing it's just the way that we have evolved as as gamers is is that you know we we've really a, a lot of people I listen to a lot of a lot of podcasts I read a lot of of magazines and well online publications rather um made the mistake of buying play magazine for for the play <laughs> when I went on holiday yeah. fuck me that's terrible don't do that um anyway um I hear a lot of people um certain especially in the industry moaning about how everything's multiplayer and how they they love you know disappearing into these single player experiences they long for a bit of solo gameplay and that um I can't agree I, I <laughs> I've firmly embraced multiplayer gaming and I basically I've almost always got a headset on now I'm, I'm usually talking to a friend and uh I don't put hardly any time into to gaming on my own. Um, so I don't know how Fallout is going to sit with me. But again, as I said, like if there's any game that can suck yeah, me back, pull into, you back in, it's going to be that, isn't <laughs> it? Be that one. Definitely. Yeah. The amount of stuff you can do. So it's yeah, cool. no, no real news. Things are looking kind of as you'd expect. A few little tweaks here and there. The, the weapon system looks really good. They've refined. It was always a bit ropey as a first-person shooter. I think it's going to be much, much better this time. Um, and also the, the VAT system is slow motion now rather than freeze frame. That's quite yeah, interesting. That's, so, that's going to be good things just slow right down but you know they can still charge you you can't spend forever deciding what limb to try and blow off for example yeah. the the base building stuff as well the size of the landscape uh, i'm apprehensive about the fact that there's a voice actor voicing me now my character um, yeah that's always been a good thing about these games it's like you can have a voice in your head that you talk like i guess yeah, or you yeah. could just talk normal like yourself 
Or you could be like me and do some RP and be a massive geek. <laughs> it's a bold move they've made where they've got a uh, protagonist who talks who isn't voiced by Troy Baker. Which is I a, know, right? It's a bold move. But, What's uh, this all about? But yeah, anyway, we shall see there. We shall see. And that is the end of Fuckwick Corner. Who's got what satisfies? You who that you who would I love to pet? Who is so hard to get? Do you have a question for us here at the Justice for Gamers podcast? Every week we'll be ending the show with questions and comments sent in by you. Pop us a message on one of our social media sites or send an email to contact at justiceforgamers.com and we'll do our best to sort you out. And now it's time for questions and answers. We've got many this week, buddy. And we've got a got couple. A lot of listeners. Have you ever been on our iTunes thing? Have you actually checked it? Uh, What, the review section and that? Yeah. Well, does it actually tell you anything on there? I don't know. A bit and bobs. We've got a couple of reviews. PJ and Funk have reviewed us. Nice. Champs. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, since we moved our all of our hosting over to... Uh, everyone's favourite US archive website, archive.org. Uh, <laughs> we have no figures for how many people listen to us. We don't know. We might just be um, podcasting to a couple of friends. We don't mind <laughs> either way. Man, so, uh, fine. Yeah, but we'd love to hear from you if you do listen. That'd be nice. Um, I'd feel vindicated. But yes. anyway, questions and answers. <laughs> First question this week is from Ellen, and she asks a very difficult question, which I'm not sure I've got an answer for yet, but I will think whilst putting you on the spot. It's all right. I've been researching. That's what I've been doing Like while you were talking about Fallout 4. I looked ahead and I was like, oh, fuck. I have no idea, but yeah, <laughs> I have an answer. Ash, what is the worst game you have played this year? Okay, uh, so it's a cross between two games. One... Which could be a clear winner, and that was Odd World New and Tasty, which uh, didn't go very well for me from the get go. <laughs> um, I, I tried to make a first impressions video, and it just went terribly wrong. Um, well, no, it didn't go terribly wrong, but um, the game put me in a situation um, where I had no idea what I was meant to do. It was only until I got out of that situation and into the next area where it explained how to do a certain feature in the game. So that was pretty shit. Uh, and then the other one that I'm going to go for is... <laughs> a lot of people like it, but I really don't, and that's Rogue Legacy. And I just couldn't get on with that game. I died a lot, and he just kept taking all my money. And I was like, well, I can't upgrade anything because I keep dying. And then, um, yeah, I turned it off, <laughs> and that was about it, really. <laughs> um, I'm I'm looking through my games list of like this year, and I it's think been better this ones. year. Yeah, last year was poor. Last year was very poor, very very poor. But yeah, it, it's been yeah. Stick it to the man. That was a bad one. Jesus. 
didn't. But like yeah, that. this year, oh, Battlefield Four. <laughs> to be honest, I I can't remember exactly when I played Battlefield Four. For me, it would be Battlefield Four. Um, it depends if we're doing in the last twelve months or in twenty fifteen. I went twenty fifteen. Yeah, in in twenty fifteen. I think probably that Abe's thing as well for me. Yeah, it's bad, isn't it? It's a bad game. I didn't like bad, it bad at all. Um, no. But yeah, if we're going 12 months, then the first two hours that I played of Battlefield 4 are, are two of the worst hours of gaming I've ever experienced in my life. At the, at the time that I played it, the game was completely broken. <laughs> um, totally was, wasn't it? People it was were disappearing terrible. through the floor. Then I spawned without a gun. Uh, then I spawned under the scenery. Um, then I spawned inside someone, and then I got kicked. Um, <laughs> it's just terrible. Just game terrible. In Absolutely appalling. Bad, bad. And uh, it it really. They need to announce the Battlefront beta as soon as possible because yes. I'm growing increasingly concerned as we head towards the release date of that game. Um, that it will be completely fucked and I've no reason there's no reason to think anything other than that because the last three Battlefield games that have come out that's Battlefield 1942 Battlefield 3 and Battlefield 4 um, have all been fucked at launch completely fucked um, I, th I think Hardline was alright but <laughs> different dev no one probably bought it <laughs> different dev buddy so uh, true so yeah uh, and finally, this is from PJ, and he says, uh, Prices are getting stupid. Pre-orders with stuff bundled in cost upwards of 80 to to £100 now on the online store. Uh, is there a reliable place to pre-order things? And also, what about deals on wallet credit, PSN for example? Um, anything other than CD keys? Um, okay, so reliable places to pre-order from, like physical copies, um, the best thing to do is check out like Hot UK deals um, on the gaming tab or whatever it is. Um, people are continuously posting the cheapest place to pre-order games from. That's where I found you can get uh, PES 2016 for under £30. Um, <laughs> you know, pre-order for it brand new with whatever DLC, day one DLC it comes with and stuff like that. Um, so that's your best bet for pre-orders is um, look on there. Uh, you'll, you'll you'll find something reasonably cheap. Um, and Asda. Asda, yeah. Asda's great for pre-orders. It's, it's a vast business. They don't fuck about... Um, I've... Every dealing I've ever had, pre-ordering physical copies at Asda, walking in at midnight to pick one up. I bought my PS4 from Asda's online department. Um, I couldn't recommend them more. They're absolutely fantastic customer service, speedy delivery. Um, and a supermarket of that size, the, these occasions when you want, maybe want to pre-order a day one purchase... They're going to have about ten thousand of them in their, in their warehouse. Lot, yeah. So, exactly. um, yeah, I think bigger companies, you know, Amazon as well, bigger businesses, um, 
tend to be a good shout um, and are usually fairly competitive as well. Um, I know you've had trouble with Amazon uh, trade-ins and stuff in the past. Uh, never, ever go anywhere near GameStop. Um, <laughs> yeah, never. The worst company I've ever dealt with, absolutely fucking atrocious. I sent a pre-order to... Uh, I sent a, a trade-in to them uh, which they received, confirmed receipt of, then lost and claimed they'd never received. Uh, I never got my money for that game. It, it just went. It was all over. Nothing I could do. Um, so, yeah. And then in terms of online deals and stuff, yeah, as you say, Hot UK Deals is your best bet for this country and Savvy Gamer as well. Uh, uk. Lots of good deals go through there. Um, in terms of credit... Wallet credit, you can't beat CD keys, I don't think. Um, I thought of something the other day. So, um, like on like uh, Hot UK Deals, people often sell like um, vouchers for different places, like a game voucher, say like a 30 quid game voucher for like 25 quid. And they do that for like CEX and different things like that. I know it's obviously like buying it off someone else, but then... You know, you could use that voucher to then purchase credit yeah. in a way. So, like, if someone's selling a £25 voucher, game voucher for 20 quid, I'll be like, yeah, I'll have that, and then I'll buy £25 worth of PlayStation credit kind of thing. Yeah. Which is a different way of thinking about it. And I was like, oh, yeah, just to, you know, throwing it out there. It's just about mooching about, isn't it? It's about being... Savvy, <laughs> savvy gamer being a perfect example. Yeah, Gibbons. Like um, I think CDKs, uh, CDKeys.co.uk normally do a offer like once a month or something where they will do the thirty-five pounds for twenty-eight pound twenty p or something like that. But you know you have to keep an eye on Hot UK deals um, to see when that pops up and when it does, that thing gets very hot and sells out very quickly so get on it when it's there and, and that's the cheapest place it's probably worth buying that on a monthly basis if you can yeah. afford to and just stockpiling them because they're not going anywhere you know these vouchers to be valid for years and years um and that's a very good way of saving you know you're saving basically seven quid per yeah. voucher um and by the time you spend that on a game, you might have saved like thirteen pounds on on the uh, on the price of it. Yeah, um, Gibbons. And of course, the ultimate money saving tip is the family sharing scheme on the PlayStation Network. True. Uh, but we've been through that before, and we won't do it again because if you weren't listening before, you don't deserve to know. So, uh, <laughs> or you could go back and try and find it in the archive. Enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> And that is the end of questions and answers. So I think that'll about do us for episode 23 of the podcast. It really is good to be back. It's not good to be back in England, Ash. I'm not having a nice time at all <laughs> and it keeps not. raining. But, it does um, keep raining. But it's good to be back podcasting with you. And uh, we've covered a lot of ground this week, I think. Yeah, I think we've covered not the full two and a bit weeks that we haven't been on. But yeah, I think we've hit some uh, good points, especially with some of the games that we've been playing, like COD, Elder Scrolls, Fe uh, Pez, not Fever, oh, blimey. Um, 
Yeah, it's been a good one. I'm, I've survived the uh, the onslaught of this podcast under the stairs. It's going well. I'm very comfortable. You're a wizard. Indeed. We're going to have to find some more quotes of people under the stairs. Indeed, indeed. We'll slot them in. Some borrowers' quotes, uh, Yeah, I like it. I'm going to um, start calling you Arietti. Oh, thanks, mate. That's nice. I'm not... <laughs> I'm not really small and like, it's not like this staircase is giant no, you're you know, little okay um but yeah everything has gone pretty smoothly i'm just hoping this recording's come out okay well if it hasn't then no one can hear you so uh <laughs> i wouldn't worry about it that's true yeah <laughs> oh, dear it's certainly not worth discussing no not now since it's the fucking end of the podcast <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, I think that'll about do us. Thank you very, very much for listening, everybody. Uh, you can find us at www.justiceforgamers.com. Uh, Facebook forward slash... Uh, forward slack? Yeah, Facebook forward, forward slash Justice for Gamers. <laughs> uh, we are Twitter at Justice for Gamer. Um, we're on YouTube. Just search Justice for Gamers. Uh, we have comfortably cleared those two little kids with yeah. a similar account name suck so a they dig. can suck it um, <laughs> and uh, we're also on Google Plus if that is how you choose to live your life we will be back next week and uh, until then it's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from Ash goodbye farewell I can conceive every little magic thrill I You've been listening to the Justice for Gamers podcast with Ash and me, Alex. We release this every Sunday night so you can preload it for the week ahead. To find out more, head to justiceforgamers.com, Facebook forward slash Justice for Gamers, or Twitter at Justice for Gamer. If you have anything interesting to say, pop an email to contact at justiceforgamers.com, and if you could write us a review on iTunes, we'd be forever in your debt. Have a cracking week, and we'll catch you next time. <laughs> <laughs>